Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver and welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 22. It's now been six weeks and six days since I began this experiment about podcasting my thoughts and feelings around compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I'm out here recording today as I'm taking a walk around my normal park. And it's just the day after I did 21, so that makes sense. Yesterday's episode was kind of a big deal. We talked a lot about shame and guilt and how you feel and get back on track after a binge. And that turned out to be really a great thing for me to have done because I have to be honest with you, last night was probably the closest thing to a binge that I've had since I started this podcast. So I'm going to take a moment, listen to my little opening snippet. I'm letting go. I am letting go, Josh, by the wonderful composer Josh Woodward. But I'm letting go. Well, I hope you all enjoyed listening to Josh's tune as much as I do. I really love that song, I'm Letting Go. I think it was on episode 15 that I gave you the entire song at the end of the podcast. If not, you can find it by going to joshwoodward.com and look for I'm Letting Go. He lets you get it for free. He's an awful great guy. He's also got a Kickstarter campaign right now, which I'm a, mem- I'm a supporter of, and he didn't pay me for this, but he's got a, for $5, you can support his next album, and I think that's pretty cool. Hey, have you noticed yet that I'm kind of putting off talking about my binge behavior? Well, <laughs> I had to put it off for a little bit more. Again, I want to let you know, brave companions, and you are all brave. You're brave whether you call the Bravery Hotline at 206 350 6445, whether you comment, whether you like me on Facebook, whether you send me a private email, whatever you do, if you're thinking about your own compulsions or learning about the compulsions of a loved one to try to help, you are a brave companion on this journey. So now that I've told you that, I have to disclose that I'm walking around my park because I need to walk. Now when I'm hiking, or when I'm wandering around Descanso, I usually find some spot to sit down and podcast in between, so I'm not breathing as heavy, and <laughs> you don't have to listen to me go <gasps> as I'm gasping up the hill. Now I'm not really gasping, but be aware that you might hear some of my footsteps, you might hear some of my breathing, because I am actually walking at this very moment. You guys are live on Lori's walk around the park because I need it for my stress release. And I just don't have time today to find some place to sit here and podcast a perfectly polished sound. So birds come on, kids having fun on Saturday come on, people who'll stop and say, hi, what are you doing, come on. All of these extra sounds, besides my dulcet tones, are definitely probably going to become part of this recording. But that's life. 
Things just happen sometimes. And sometimes things don't. Oh, but I did have a couple pieces of business before I get into my binge. Again, I'm sort of putting it off. Pay attention to that. <laughs> when you're thinking about your binge behavior, you don't like to think about it. But besides that, there's a couple things I wanted to tell you. One, I spent a few dollars on Facebook ads to get new likes and to promote some posts. And I can't tell, I did get some new likes, but I can't tell if actually those new Facebook people are coming to the website or finding my podcast through that. So this is now around March 21st or March 22nd. I think it's March 22nd. So if you were of someone who found Compulsive Overeating Diary because of Facebook, could you let me know somehow? Just give me a comment on my Facebook page or come to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day 22 or any other day or use the contact Lori form. But let me know because I'm retired and so for me to spend five or ten dollars is a big part of my budget. And I don't mind it at all if I'm actually finding a few new listeners who are going to participate with us in our community of support for each other around the topic of compulsive overeating and binge eating or any other kind of eating problem. So I really would like to know that before I spend more money on further Facebook ads. Piece of business number two. Now, you all know I talk on and on and on about the podcast hotline. That is based in the state of Washington, so it would cost you long-distance charges if long-distance charges apply to your plan. Okay, and that number is 206 3506445. But you now have another way that you can send me your voice if you want to. One is you can just send me a voice file to Lori L A U R I E at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com. So if you're a techie and you know how to do that, go ahead and send me your voice file. Or I now have a voicemail page dedicated to me on SpeakPipe. That is speak like you're talking, S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E, -E, slash Lori Weaver, all one word, L-A-U-R-I-E-W-E-A-V-E-R. -E and if you go there, you can leave me a voice message for free for you. All you need is a mic on your computer, and you can start chatting, and I'll get that via email. Also, if you guys have smartphones, or tablets and are real handy with getting apps, you can get the SpeakPipe app. It's free, works great, my husband uses it all the time. And all you do there is for username, put in Lori Weaver as one word, L-A-U-R-I-E-W-E-A-V-E-R, -E -E and you can send me a voicemail. And I was thinking this particularly, like for you, Lou, down under, and you, Fee, and you guys around the world, because I have no clue at all how much it would cost you to call a voicemail line in Washington. So I went ahead and set up SpeakPipe. Another way you can access it is if you come to the website compulsiveovereatingdiary.com, you will see a big blue button. If you're on my computer, 
or not my computer, if you're on a computer, all of the widgets are on the right side on the website, and it's near the very top of the right side. It says send voicemail. Click on that, you'll get to the speak pipe. Now, if you're on a smartphone, scroll down to the bottom because all the widgets and things are after the five posts. You'll go through five little post snippets, and then you'll hit the big blue button. So I hope that this gives you guys enough options to make your voice be heard as soon as you guys are ready for your voice to be heard. And that's very important. I don't want you to feel pressure or feel like, oh, we want to please Lori, so I'm going to tell her something, and then I'm going to regret it. You might be hearing some little doggies right now because I'm walking past the dog park area and about to turn to where the rocks go. So I think we will take a brief pause until we're out of barking range. Okay, here we are more in the back of the park out of the dogs barking and into the, the bird squawking. But you know, you hear different sounds as you go through the park and you have different experiences and that's part of what makes running outside, hi, so much nicer than running on the treadmill, at least in my opinion. If you got nice enough weather or a really good umbrella or good snow boots or snowshoes, to be able to go outside really helps me with stress relief. So before we go on into my sad binge tale, take note how I'm yet again pushing off telling you about my binge behavior. But I did want to give a special shout out to a person who sent me an email but wishes to remain private, so I'm not going to give any details. I just want to say thanks for reaching out, and remember you are worth fighting for. You are worth it, and I appreciate getting a chance to know you, and that's my shout out for you. Also, today is Ashley's big race. So I can't wait to hear, Ashley, how you did. Let us know how it was to run your very first 5K. And if any of you out there are working on an athletic goal or doing something new for the first time, you know, the Bravery Hotline doesn't just have to be for, oh, I'm sad and I, I eat compulsively and I admit it. It could also be for, yay, I rode a bike for the first time in five years. Or, yay, I went to the race and I completed it. Or yay, I was brave and put on my bathing suit and went swimming in the public pool. Any of those things are worthy of a shout out and worthy of inclusion in our podcast community. So think about that. Dum 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 dum. The time has come. Yes, folks. I binged. I binged last night. It wasn't an all-out, like, 3,000-calorie binge. I'd say probably closer to an 800-calorie binge, but it was a binge. So you say, Lori, how do you know it was a binge? Are you sure it's a binge? Trust me, yes, I am sure. It was a B-I-N-G-E binge. It was... You know, the details aren't too important about what the food was, except to say one of my old Waterloo foods, whipped, whipped cream, you know, in the, in the can, was in the back of the refrigerator because my husband likes to put that on his ice cream. 
and it has been years on end since whipped cream in the can has been one of my binge foods. I do claim a victory that I didn't just squirt it into my mouth as fast as I could. I did squirt it into a little dish and ate it with a dainty spoon. How's that? I was binging with my dainty spoon. That's a first. But as I've told you guys, and I believe it's true, just because the crazy alien robot inhabited my body, put their arms through my sleeves and started throwing food down my gullet when I wasn't in the mood to enjoy it, doesn't mean that I'm crazy. That means I had some emotions I did not want to deal with, didn't want to feel, didn't want to admit to myself. I wanted to just feel better. And the fastest way my compulsive brain knew how to do that was to give me some extra sweets, some extra salt, and that darn whipped cream in the can. Luckily, I was able, through my, last, my experience the last several weeks, to feel actually full in my stomach before I totally went crazy with my alien and <laughs> turned myself into a poor little pig in the python moment. Didn't get that, just got probably a few calories over maintenance, but definitely full, Thanksgiving full, like unbutton your pants full. And I don't really appreciate that feeling. So you might be wondering, Lori, you know, you were sounding so darn positive yesterday. You found your passion. You were proud of Ashley. You were all over the place. Great. You were doing good. Well, here's one thing I'll tell you. I got almost no sleep the night before, almost none. And I have had some real issues with insomnia in the past. And I've been doing pretty good lately. But for some reason, last night or the night before, I did podcast 21. I didn't get any sleep. In fact, if you come to the website, you notice that I'd like to take selfies of myself in different places where I'm podcasting. One, because it's a, like a diary for me. Get it? Compulsive overeating diary. And I can see the changes in my demeanor and in my face. And I remember where I was when I tried to get this. Well, yesterday at Descanso, I said part of what I want to talk about is getting back on track. So I went down by the little train tracks where the train goes by for the kitties in the woods and I knelt down there and I took what I thought was a really really cute selfie. When I went home, got ready to publish it, I really looked awful and I don't mean fat awful, I mean <laughs> awful. Like for me my face usually looks pretty, you know, pretty happy and my eyes look sparkly, and my skin usually looks pretty red, because I have some tinge of rosacea, but my skin looked absolutely yellow. My face looked haggard and drawn, and I aged like 15 years overnight. I mean, I looked hideous. <laughs> so it could have been a combination of the tiredness, the camera, the light, all of those things I know, but it was kind of a punch me in the gut moment again. Like, is that really me? Is that really what I look like? And I said to myself, well, I've always promised you guys I'm going to show you everything warts and all. But I have to be honest, that photo made me so sad to look at it that I said, I don't want to feel this sad 
and hopeless every time I come to my website. So instead, I posted a nice picture of a tranquil spot that I like to go to in Descanso Gardens instead. So that was trigger number one. Then, as I went to edit my podcast, and usually that doesn't take too long to do that, because a few little bobbles on what I have to say, maybe a couple distinct sound interruptions or coughs I'll take out if it's really bothering me, but a huge part of the podcast had this darn bird in it going, beep, beep, beep. It wasn't like a chirping kind of thing, so it must have been the mockingbird that I heard earlier who somehow had picked up a mechanical noise and was chirping it at enough intervals throughout my speaking podcast to drive me insane. And I said, I really like what I had to say on this podcast. And, you know, I just speak from my heart, so it's not like I can run outside and just go speak from the heart all over again at that moment. So I was pretty upset. Now, I'm okay with my software that I use to put my podcast together, but I'm not an audio engineer. So it took me probably three hours to try to limit that chirping bird out of there in some way so that I could actually post that podcast. And that made me feel really, really frustrated. Then to make matters worse, The minute I posted that podcast episode live, now you remember one of my examples about how it's not you, it's them, was about this relative who had neglected my birthday for almost two weeks, I guess. In the mail, I had just published it, in the mail comes a belated birthday card from this person. So if you are listening to this today, sorry I used you for an example. But, you know, I let it ride. I'm not going to re-edit because that was how I felt. I had hurt feelings that you did not recognize my birthday around my actual birthday, that you were so busy that I didn't pop into your head long enough to, to send an email. But, you know, I have to acknowledge to you and all my brave companions, this person did not forget me completely. This person just, you know, waited until it was a a better time to take care of it and then did acknowledge my birthday. So that made me feel like a shit. I mean, it really did. Here I am griping, 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 and then here it comes. So isn't that typical? Was I wrong to feel hurt or disappointed? No. No, because that's how I felt. Okay? But immediately, as soon as it became remedied by the belated birthday card, I started taking on all manner of guilt that, oh, I'm the one who's a bitch because I'm the one who's complaining. And look, see, they remembered me when they got around to it. So that churns up all kinds of feeling of, oh, you goofed up. Remember I said guilt is when you feel you've done something wrong in your conscience? Well, my compulsive mind conscious was saying, well, you did something wrong to mention your relative. You did something wrong to say anything about this. You should have just been, oh, no worries. Everybody is cool doing whatever everybody does. But the fact of the matter is, we're human beings. We're meant to have connections with each other. And part of what makes us feel good as humans 
is when people reach out and acknowledge our importance and existence in their life, right? That's what a birthday email is, or a, a birthday card, or a Christmas card, or a Hanukkah card, or saying hello, or asking somebody how their job interview went, or taking the time to say, you look nice in this dress, or that's a good color on you. Smiling at the checkout person instead of snarling at them. All of those are small human connections that make us feel visible, alive, and important. And yesterday, that particular birthday connection kind of put a chink in my I'm okay, you're okay armor. It just did. But I did. I felt like a real crappy person once I got that birthday card. But my feelings around it that I told you on day 21 were true. So were my feelings of, I'm glad you remembered. Finally, I'm glad I'm at least important enough that, that you would send me a card at all. So it made me feel a little bit better. And <laughs> to top it all off, sending me that card made me realize that yesterday, day 21, was the birthday of one of my closest former co-workers from work, and I had missed it. So now I'm off to the store to buy a belated birthday card, and now I feel like the crappy one who didn't honor my friend. So see, stuff can happen from one side or the other. So besides guilt, I got the big hypocrite H over my head. Look at you, you're complaining about your relative and that you did the same thing to your close work friend. Who are you to be saying this? You ever get that, that voice here? Who are you to be having a podcast? Who are you to be trying to support other people? You're still fat. You're still binging. You don't have it licked. You're still out of control. Who are you? Well, this is what I say to you, alien voice. I am Lori, and I'm worth it. And they're worth it. And so what if you came and controlled my body for a bit? So what? Ugh. Anyway, I had some deep triggers pop up on me, that's for sure. And today I'm going to have a really, really busy day. So I thought I can't go hiking. My first preference would be let me take care of this by going on a long hike. One, it's really strenuous, so that tends to move this food through my body a little quicker so I feel more normal, faster, and just the sweating that occurs from hiking up the mountain is cathartic, even though you need to keep hydrated as you're walking up the mountain trails. But I just didn't have time to do that. So I thought, well, I'm gonna go walk around my regular park. I can walk from home, I can get that done, in about an hour, hour and a half, I'll be able to get home, get cleaned up, make my deadlines and my appointments today. And then my little robot voice says, but that sound quality isn't as good as when you go elsewhere. And then my other voice says, oh yeah? What about the darn bird? Chirp, chirp, chirp. That didn't work out so well, did it? Well, no. Things don't always work out well. Things don't always work out as you would hope. You're not always the perfect adult person. Sometimes you're the little kid. Sometimes you are the rational person. You know, we're a rainbow of emotions. We're a rainbow of feelings. And I just have to let that lie within myself 
that yes, I had these feelings of abandonment and being invisible that I shared with you yesterday. And yes, I have this feeling of being guilty for taking the crumbs of what this person was able to give me. Now their intention was not to give me a crumb, but to me it felt that way. It felt like an afterthought. But then on top of that, I have to realize that I'm sending out my own crumbs because I forgot my coworker's birthday. Okay, so if I'm going to feel badly about the relative, I have to feel badly about myself. And this puts me into a compulsive computer overload of stuff. How can I figure this all out? Next thing you know, here comes whipped cream out of the can into the dish. You know, there it comes. So if you guys out there, you brave companions, have some advice for me or some thoughts on my binge or some ideas on how to feel better about binges that we can provide to others or just a word of encouragement for me, go to compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day 22. Call the voicemail hotline. Use SpeakPipe come to Facebook, say hello, but whatever you do, if you, like me, have some kind of eating behavior that you're not proud of today, please forgive yourself, take care of yourself, and know that I care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. Stop.